Welcome everybody the latest episode of Down on the Beat. You're live with your host, the most John and Lifika, aka Chow Stacks, Chow Honey, Feek Day, Feek Daddy. What's up, everyone? How's everyone's day? Chillin'. Happy birthday, Feeks. Love, bros. Happy Appreciate birthday, Feeks. Yeah, the, the boys surprised the kid with a little edible with some candles on it. That that was much love. Shout out Is to my working? team. I don't know. I haven't really smoked <laughs> today. I was trying to like uh 25 just new new feeks kind of thing you know no more jedi master day 420 just jedi master day no way <laughs> i you, don't know we'll see we'll you see. didn't change your gamer tag no impossible <laughs> 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 cannot be done <laughs> but you know just like some uh how does 25 feel you know quarter the way to 80 uh, eight what <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man, it's 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 no joke for sure. Like I, I feel normal, obviously. Yeah. But like yeah, you don't gotta feel start 25? doing some shit. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. like <laughs> we got to, 65 years left, bro. Yeah, like I was talking to my cousin because like they didn't know how old I was, so like they were just like, uh, "How old are you, man? Like just have kids already, please." And I was like, "I was like I'm only 25," and they were like, "I right, cool, fine, five more years." And I was like, "Holy shit, that's meant to happen in <laughs> five years? Like that's bonkers, bro. Two years." No, <laughs> <laughs> still too young, bro. As soon as there's a little feeks running around, <laughs> that'll be cute. Can't wait to be Grandpappy John, <laughs> Godfather. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know it. I mean it. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-five though. Did it feel specialer? More special? I got a lot of more love than usual. More love you than know, usual. What'd you do out. for it? Did you do anything fun? Uh, I went to you went some to Korean, uh, Korean barbecue. I went to the Smash Room too. Oh, the Smash Room's tight. Yeah, I mean, like it was fun, but mm-hmm. like it was thirty minutes, but we finished all our smashing stuff within fifteen. Really? Yeah, I did forty-five. So crazy. And finished it like, like we like, were in and out of there. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's dust. I wasn't bad. Like I was tuckered out, bro. I was. Oh yeah, dude, you swinging them fucking bro. mallets. Right? Yeah, I was getting. I was, I was breaking. I was breaking like cinder blocks with a hammer, and I was like, I that yeah. No, I get you. Yeah, I get it's you. crazy. Eh? Pretty dangerous though. <laughs> Pretty dangerous. The eh? amount of glass that flies around. I thought it Dude. would just be like chill, and then there's just glass flying like in around your ankles yeah, all bro. the time. It's pretty nuts. What's Korean barbecue? Korean barbecue is like uh, it was like all you can eat. So like they just brought a bunch of different meats, and then there's a grill right in front of you, and you just put the and meat you put on the, the grill. You on cook the it yourself and stuff, and it was fucked. A was lot of chicken, pork, and beef. It was fire. It was eh? bomb. Oh, there was some seafood they threw in there too that we had to like shrimp what were the and sides? squid. Sides. There was a f- fried chi- fried rice. Oh. Some nice, f- uh, like I don't know what the start is. Noodles, noodles. Nice. Uh, oh, and some fucking dumplings. You know your boys gotta oh! get some dumplings. <laughs> <laughs> that, sounds some like that sounds like a meal. That sounds like a meal made for you, bro. Yeah, How much it was, was it? That sounds like something I gotta do. Uh, dinner was a bit expensive. Like it was like thirty-one bucks for all you can eat. All just... you can eat, yeah, yeah. But at lunch, it's twenty-one bucks. Ooh, so I could do that for a lunch. Yeah, it's sick, bro. It's sick. But I'm trying to go to Yogi because uh, that's where like the stoves are like built in the 
table yeah they brought like a little cooker. oh a little hot plate yeah and then yeah you would just cook it over like, you ever done have you ever done brazilian barbecue where they bring the meat over on a sword yeah and, and then, then you have like a red or green or like yeah i yeah. want that like the little wave away oh yeah that's like, how i got tricked into you... that's how i got tricked into eating chicken hearts oh the wow yeah wow yeah they got me crazy they got me it's yeah. fucking sick though you're like oh they're like what's this yeah, I did it in it. Brazil. I was like, what's this? They like said some word and I was like looking at it. I wish I could remember the name of of that sort of type of like thing. <laughs> Brazilian barbecue? I don't think it's called Brazilian barbecue. It's like got another name for it. I I just know it because I did it in, in Brazil. Brazil. <laughs> so I thought that it was just Brazilian <laughs> <Korean> barbecue. <laughs> it's fucking sick though. Yeah, man, different food experiences are awesome. <laughs> Different foods from around the world are oh, crazy, yeah, dude. Man. I, I always I used to, to the conclusion Asian cuisine is probably my favorite. Yeah, Mexican and Asian. I always used yeah, to want to like Mexican dad and Asian mom. So I just had the best of both worlds <laughs> when it came to cooking food. Yeah, bomb shit. I loved. But, I bought like a whole set of chopsticks. Nice. Just rocking chopsticks at the crib. I remember my dad bought like a fucking like eighty dollar box of like four sets of chopsticks when I was in New York, and I was like, "That's nails." <laughs> and then he used them too. Like, yeah, he, exactly. he knew he had to use. Yeah, it was them. pretty cheese. So I'm, I gotta use them, you know. Yeah. All right, guys. We got. We're talking NBA Young Boy. Or like kind of the mystique of NBA Young Boy, I should say. Yeah, it just dropped. Mm-hmm um we're gonna talk about the low end theory a little bit speaker box the love below dropped recently but like a bunch of years ago in 2003 i think it was same with the low end theory and there's been a debate kind of going on about drake and michael jackson i kind of want to get into that because yeah i think it's a bit of a weird i think it's an odd conversation what do you think about that We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Cool. I always end up just saying what I have to say in the beginning, so yeah. I'll wait for the <laughs> 25 years old, man. This <laughs> guy's getting a little smarter. <laughs> NBA Youngboy's album, Sincerely Control. Coleman loved it. Hang on. <laughs> I didn't love it. Hey, listen, your text was... This guy beats what, women, what bro. Did you he like say? this guy? I what said it was nasty. He totes guns and sells drugs too, Coleman. That's who you really want to support. <laughs> Hold what? on, what did what did Coleman's text say? I said it was say? nasty. Sorry? I said it was nasty. That's the exact word I used, which it was. Some of the songs on it also, were less NBA nasty. Also, NBA Youngboy album Nasty. That is what you said. Yeah. Nasty is over. Like, that. that is way too much praise for this album. This album was not nasty. This album is projected nasty. to sell 155,000 units. fucked, dude. That's like Donda numbers right yeah, there. Yeah, that is fucked. Man, this guy... Uh, this guy fucks. And he's in jail. This guy fucks, bro. I, this guy no features. No features from jail. And his fan base is just so strong. What? Like, what? I, I feel like I'm missing something when it comes to NBA Youngboy. I don't understand how he's so famous. Like, this guy, this guy had the most streams of he 2020. Drops, and he had no, I think he. Uh, no, three years in a row. Did he drop? Because I thought he had like the no mixtapes. Mixtapes, yeah. Mixed this is like his third album, his third album. Mm-hmm. But he drops bare mixtapes. This guy's like this generation's wheezy, bro. Like I guess so. The mixtape king. But like I, because I, I feel like I read a stat about him like not. He was like the o- one of the only artists to like not drop for a certain period of time. I want to say 2020. Like he didn't drop an album 2020, but his streams were still like he still had the number one streams on YouTube. 
Yeah, like he hasn't dropped in over a year. Yeah, but like last year on YouTube, he had the most streams. Yeah. And honestly, that's what I found that funny because it, I always, I the only reason I'm ever tuned into NBA Youngboy is because of the memes, the Black Air Force memes, <laughs> just the <laughs> like fan the base that grouchy. is so loyal and just like the, like the, the always just like, you know, like the meme about like you gotta listen to NBA Young Boy. If yeah. you listen to NBA Young Boy before you see someone like doing some like just wild shit, right? Yeah, yeah. So it just makes me laugh. Like he has the most streams on YouTube just because his fan base would be the ones to listen to him on YouTube. You know what I mean? Like no streaming service, no nothing, just YouTube. Maybe that's also where you can get certain shit, like I guess so. Music, like no SoundCloud, nothing like that. Yeah. Like I, I also don't really listen to this guy, but I I don't listen to him because I don't like him. It's the, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's also not my type of thing, but like, no. you know, he's meant to like all these polo G's and stuff like that. Like we have them because of NBA. You think? I, yeah, I think so, bro. I think he was the one that started this like singing his struggle, sort of rapping it kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I find whenever I listen to him, I just don't like it. Nick Birdman's on the radio saying he's going to be the biggest artist in the world. I can, I, I get it. Like, I do understand that that might happen because of the amount of following he has, the amount of fans he has built up in such a short amount of time. Mm. But I just, oh, man, I don't get it. I just don't get it. I, like, I, I feel like there is something I'm missing when it comes to the mystique of NBA Youngboy. People love this guy. He does numbers. He sells, like... It's, fucking albums on albums on albums whenever he draws people are so tied into this twitter has been going crazy over this fucking rolling stone put out a review on it and was just gassing this whole thing up but they gave it a three and a half they gave it a three and a half but like there's not a bad word written about it in the article right like you know but like they had so much shit to talk about donda that was pitchfork Rolling Stone did it too. Yeah. Rolling Stone had not great things to say about Donda. But I just I don't I don't get it. It's just it it's nothing special to me. And I get that it Are like you listening to the words. I am. And like <laughs> I do I read like when I'm reading about it, how like, you know, he raps about his struggle, he raps yeah. about his life, he raps about real things. And I understand that is very like I, like I appreciate that. I get that that is what is accepted and and praised and loved by his fan base and most of like I can only imagine he appeals to a younger generation of listeners. Mm-hmm. But like it just doesn't sound good to me. No, I, I I do hear what you're saying. Like I also don't just in the NBA. Maybe maybe we're getting a bit old. <laughs> you, know? you know, maybe I I shouldn't say it doesn't sound good to me. It sounds just, just very like, run of the mill. I was talking to a boy today, and we were like comparing. We were just talking about CLB and Drake, but it kind of relates to this too. Like maybe this is just not like on our vibration levels. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, we're not nothing that we can necessarily relate to or nothing that we can gain from listening. Like, from I it, feel you know? like when kids listen to this now, it's like how I felt listening to Jeffrey by young thug when it came out, you know what I mean? But everyone always talks about this guy being so great and such a good lyricist. The only problem is, is I don't find like, don't compare him to Jeffrey. Bro. 
Jeffrey I'm not, was such no, a good album. I'm, it was a great album. But I'm saying is the way that this guy is loved by that younger generation is yeah. how we felt when we were listening to Jeffrey way back. I in feel the like day. at least Jeffrey, what what we loved about Jeffrey is like there was some innovation in it, and like there was some uh, young thug was that's, taking a but risk. But that's that's the problem. I, I that's again, this. that's the problem I have with him is he doesn't do anything new. People comparing him to like Young Thug mixed with Lil Wayne. That those two artists are so much better than NBA Youngboy. Yeah, but like he he's his quantity of music is up to par with Young Thug and, and Lil Wayne. He he pumps he, Gucci Mane too, right? Like these guys who just do who put out and put out and put out and put out. I get it. Flood flood the market some people are gonna bite on it right like that there's still such a such a place for people that's a loud fucking chip coleman Bro, that i is can a hear su- from here that is a super loud chip oh he turned on his mic i turned <laughs> off my mic nobody okay, knows what you guys are talking say. about i just heard that i was like what Do the, the show fuck is this guy doing but the amount of like the amount of just stuff he puts out i get that some of it is gonna stick but you know that seemed uh I just I don't think I like that approach to putting out music, throwing shit at a wall and seeing if it'll stick. I don't like that. The flies are coming. To I think it's shit. more the, per- the, the flies are coming to the <laughs> shit though. I like, that's a great way to pile on that you, metaphor. You know, like because it's three poop. Pies. He's not like he's not throwing at it and seeing if it works out. He he has his. He formula, just scatters, you know? sprays and prays. Nah, he he has his formula. He knows. That's it's what I mean. Stick. It seems more focused than that. It yeah. seems more like carefully like researched even really yeah what do you mean by research like i i feel like it's very like constructed like how you know like as much as it's like artistic expression and whatever and the writing can be how it is and the beats are very good on this album i found mm-hmm. um but i feel like just the style like i feel like he knows what he's doing at this point if, I, if the album felt pretty refined the sound was consistent to the point of being like a little bit repetitive yeah I but it was sound, very consistent. But like, even like that, that what you were saying, like you know, like do you like it when you when you can tell fire. that they chop up a song? You know what I mean? Like they let them run a run. Fucking everyone does that. Though. I hear no, that. No, I in get Lil that they Uzi all do that. I do. I know stuff. that they get all. They all do that. But that example you put showed us today, Coleman, sounded like maybe it's just because I'm Hayden. Yeah, it, I it think could, so. I think bro, it could just because I'm Hayden. I, I, but what it Coleman sounded showing us wasn't like. I don't, I don't think it wasn't mind blowing. There were a few standout songs. Yeah, but no, it wasn't no, bad mean, music. You know, he's just he means no. Like, I just mean that example today. Like I oh. feel like I didn't. I thought that was just so like it sounded overproduced. It sounded run of the mill. But I feel like it's just because I'm in a hating ass mood with this album. Because I don't like yeah. Separate the art from the artist, but I don't like the artist either. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'm not a fan of the artist, but um, I can, I, I'm just, I, I understand the role he has right now. And, I get the role he has, and, and I appreciate that someone has that role because someone needs to have that role. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, but like he ain't. I don't like the comparisons to like the Wheezies and the Young Thugs. You know what I mean? That yeah. just. I mean, he's apparently. I, I guess we. I got. I gotta listen to the album a bit more. Like, uh, there's mm. some. There's some bangers, and you know, like he's telling his story. You know, uh, how he's uh just been in det- detention center to detention center. Um, you know how he wants to do better for his kids and shit. Like you can hear like, all eight some, of them. Yep, yep. <laughs> you can, and you can hear like he's trying to improve, but also just like that fuck it mentality at the same time. You know, like because we. He's still I feel like he's good. torn. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. It's yeah. just oh man, it's just hard. 
I, I like I get that it's marketable to the masses, but for myself, I just find it very hard to buy into. I get that. Can we yeah, go back it's to pretty the pretty corporate moment? sounding a little bit? Like it sounds planty at times, even you know what I mean? Like I don't know. There's some songs that like were like from three years ago or something like that that he like would play on his stories and shit that made mm-hmm. the album this year. And you know, just people showing uh like tweeting like oh shit, like to think Can't this guy that. this guy mm. was posting this on a story now it's number one like two years later you know fuck pretty cool but it's like cool. donna you're listening to fucking yeah. hurricane three years ago yeah. yeah yeah that's all i gotta say about that the low end theory Crazy. drops coleman can we go to that 26th, there 24th 24th of 1991 30 years ago damn damn Damn. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What an album. Q-tip. Bro, do you remember, like, I was, I always talk about one of my favorite eras of, like, my life and exploring music was the time, bef- like, the time when, like, iPhones, like, like iPhone 5s and 5Ss, I had the 5S, mm-hmm. it existed, but Apple Music didn't exist. It was, like, a f- year or two yeah. period. You could still have, like, downloaded tracks on yeah your phone. You, could, you could have itunes on your phone but there was yeah. no apple music we couldn't subscribe to that yet yeah, yeah, yeah so like there was like the apps like the apps that you would download from youtube and then you just have all these oh, cached cash yeah exactly yeah. and then you just have like you could only download like a hundred per app or whatever yeah. so you'd have like eight apps just different songs that you'd listen to bro that was the same i don't know how i stumbled upon the tribe a tribe called quest it doesn't quite like i i can't backtrack this one i i know a lot of times when i've listened to an album or a person the first time where i kind of found that from i have a good memory of that but i have no i think it was um can i kick it i think that is where the that was the first track i heard from them but scenario was uh was the next one oh can i kick it wasn't that produced by jay dilla might have been that was on uh, Midnight Marauders, though. I that's think, like the I one think. with the picture of a face, and it's got like the red, blue, black, and yellow. That's how it is off of. Uh, I must be thinking of something else. What album's this off of? Peep. Uh, this one. You want to read that for me? That's not the album. Maybe it is. Crazy. Anyways, what? that was According the first <laughs> Wikipedia. Was it? it? Yeah, People's Instinctive oh. Travels and the Passive Rhythm. That's their first first album. Huh. I'm thinking of Find a, a Find a Way. Sorry. Yeah. Different track. Yeah. That album was sick too. Yeah. That album was sick too. Anyways, low end theory. People. People talk about this album. I think this is like one of the most critically acclaimed albums of all time, dude. It's man. I was reading some shit about. Like, I, I was reading it on, like, the 30, like, on the 24th. Someone just did a Twitter th- thread about this. Mm-hmm. was just saying how, like, like, just the, the guys in this, like, I think it was Q-Tip or Fife. I can't remember which one it was, but just wasn't bought into a tribe called Quest. Why not? He just wanted to hang out with his friends. Didn't know if rap was for him, man. He just wanted to do his thing. And then I can't remember who it was. It was either, it was one of those two. Fife either didn't want to do it or Q-Tip didn't want to do it. So Q-Tip either had to convince Fife or Fife had to convince Q-Tip to keep doing it. 
Damn. Well, Fife Dog wanted to leave after the first album because he had diabetes. Oh, that was a different no, thing. No, that's not it. Okay. <laughs> he just didn't want to kick it. Get it? He just didn't want to yeah. kick it? They said they c- he Good considered point. leaving before the production of this album. I don't know if that's what you're talking I about. Don't know. Maybe. I don't know that. I don't really know much about Tribe Called Quest. Me like, neither. I've, I've, I just know that they were one of the pinnacle names in the golden era of hip-hop. This dropped in 91. Heat of the era. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, I have heard some legendary... Uh, albums and songs by them like i've heard the first one i've heard this but like i can't i can't name like songs off the bat Mm -hmm. watched a couple documentaries on on them you know they came up in the era when rap started to get a bit more conscious to like you know who we are and Mm -hmm. stuff like that especially to like the black man and stuff just consciousness and yeah man they were mcs mmcs and q-tip is a legendary producer go down in history it's alongside uh, Jay Dilla. You know what I'm saying? Like, crazy. These guys, too, like, you know, from 91, I, I think, like, this album, which had such weight in the hip-hop world, excuse me, um, kind of paved the way for, like, rap groups weren't an, like, uncommon thing. But I think the real, like, conscience, like you were saying, rap group became a thing. You know, groups centered around, like, Brand Nubian is jumping into my mind a lot. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, those guys, I think, followed in the wake of, um, or, like, kind of came up in popularity. Like, th- these groups could have been around, but I don't, or were around, but I don't think they really were understood. Because I think this album had a lot of commercial success and a lot of, like, a great commercial reception, despite it being what someone would call a woke yeah you know it was vibes and it was woke yeah brian nubian was like definitely a bit earlier it was earlier wasn't it brian nubian was like 1990s this was 1991 this came out brian nubian was 1990 but this was their second this was their second album yeah 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 so definitely around the same era i thought for some reason i don't know why i thought this was 2000 something but it is 1991 yeah Yep. But yeah, the legendary. Dr. Dre produces solo album The Chronic after being inspired by this album. I believe it. I don't hear my, many similarities, but I believe it. Yeah. I mean, just Q-Tip's, pr- Q-tip's production like, influenced out, so many uh, producers that we had today. Like, you know, Pharrell, Kanye, all that shit. Mm. It would have been dope to be around or live in this time, dude. I, it's all I can ever think of. Like, whenever I read about this era, I would have loved to just being alive through the 90s to just, like, hear and understand all of this as it was happening. Would have been crazy. Rather than have to, like, sit read here and it. reflect about it and just be like, oh, how was it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, when we talked to Quest about it. Yeah, like, yeah, how yeah. was the 90s? He's like, Psh, best fucking time of my life, man. Like, that shit was dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just like, fuck, I imagine. Like, we just watched the uh, the Last Dance documentary. Right, we were just right. asking him about that. And he's like, man, hip-hop and basketball, we're amazing peaking. at the time. Like, I was like, oh, bro. Golden eras. Golden era of everything. Fucking sick. Back to the note, Coleman, please. <laughs> Speaker Box and The Love Below dropped on, 
what day was it? September, September 23rd. Crazy. 18 years ago. This was my first ever Outcast album. Wow. I bought this on CD. That's dope. Because I fucked with Roses. Um, How corny. No, hey, that was the hit single, bro. So it I was. found Hey Ya and I found Roses on those same music apps that I was talking about before. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, and yeah. then I thought it was really cool. That was super quirky and neat to like collect CDs. Oh even yeah. Though, even though like I could just, you know what I mean? It was so like I have a good CD collection though. Yeah. It it gets me through some tough I, times, I, man. I've, I've seen I've seen you. My CD collection it gets me through it gets me through those areas of no service when you're driving. Yeah. You know what I mean? When the phone's dead. Yeah. It'll get you through it. <laughs> but I went and bought the speaker box and the love below, and I never listened to speaker box. I always listened to the love below. Yeah, you all do my boy, big boy, dirty. I know, dude. It, it's a great, it's a good side. It's just like you know. They would do you know how seem... much work it is to switch CDs? <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh right, because it's two different CDs. Yeah, it's Damn. two. It's a double album. It, I honestly, I will say, I will come right out and say it. Best double album to ever come out of hip hop. Yep. I can definitely attest that to that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to say it right now. Ray Shremer doesn't have shit. Scorpion doesn't have shit. Those are bad examples of double albums, but those are the ones that are popping into my, yeah, into those, my mind those right the ones now. that are getting recognized for like being a double album and stuff. Right? Uh, I mean, like, yo, these guys were some serious, serious MCs, man. Like, no joke. And they were taking innovation and creativity to, like, another level, you know, like, especially Three Stacks and... That, this is actually one of my favorite songs from Three Stacks. Is the last song on the album, and it's uh, I think it was what's it called? A, a story of the life of Benjamin Andre, a life in the day of Benjamin Andre, and that's just one of the craziest bars I've ever heard. That was one of the bars that like made me want to like consider started rapping, bro. Like I wanted to be able to like spit like that. It's that's the goat, bro. I don't think I give Andre three thousand his flowers enough like i i think i've given him his flowers i don't think i give him like i don't appreciate him as much as i perhaps should he's a goat bro. like everyone always talking about how amazing yeah this guy. like like but like no bro, matter how much you're not giving him his flowers everyone like, people else are overcompensating. Like, I, I know that everyone loves this guy like my like do you know okay this is sad this is sad i got into outcast because i saw semi-pro the will will ferrell movie where Andre 3000 plays downtown funky stuff Malone, the basketball player, or Coffee okay. Black. He changed his name like three times during the movie. You ever watch that movie? No. Really? Mm-mm. Oh my fuck, dude. He actually played, he kills that role. It's so funny. Damn. But I remember, because like I, I, I remember loving movies before I love, like really love TV shows, like finding the ins and outs of movies. Yeah. Because I had Netflix before I had fucking Apple Music. So I just Google all this shit. Remember looking about Andre 2000, finding out that he was a rapper, searching him up, all came up with Outcasts, and then I got into Roses, and then that's how I got into these guys. Damn. Yeah. Bro. I think my first experience with Andre 2000 was Hey Yeah. Hey Yeah? Yeah. I, I knew that song. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I only knew that it was song, just like though. like blasting on MTV, bro. You right. You know what I mean? So. Right. Like, yeah, man. And then I listened to Roses, you know, Caroline, and saw their music videos and the stuff. music video for that song yeah, was what was really 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 got me so yeah even the big hate. boy album is dope too man big boy comes with them fast funny little bars bro he he's oh bro <laughs> i remember two things just before we move on but i remember 
big boy like i remember not like only listening to him to him through outcast and then there was that one song chocolate and it was the most cringe worthy song of all time was that his like single song oh dude it was yeah it was a single but like it was like from like 2013 or something but like Uh, it is if you want to listen to a cringe song that's it's like some stuff you hear like in just some sweaty club like it's just it's okay so that sounds like some dirty atlanta shit <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. Second thing about these two is did you see that guy tweeted he's like coolest coolest football game ever? Yeah. And he was sitting in front of, he was sitting in front of Big Boy and Oak or uh, Andre, Andre 3000. Yeah, I saw a video of Big Boy posting them together, so that's yeah. what I was going to say. Andre Big Boy's game. Big Boy's uh son plays for Oregon. Football oh, he plays that. football for Oregon, yeah. Oh, that's fucking dope. Fucking crazy, man. Could you imagine? I, I'm just glad they're still boys. Yeah, like, but you know, Big Boy's like, "Hey, you want to come to my son's football game?" Yeah, I got two tickets, and Andre's like, "Sure, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I'm good, dude. I don't do anything other than play flutes at gas stations. Like, I'm chilling, bro. Let's do it." All right, last but not least, we were gonna talk about this Drake versus Michael Jackson comparison, and I just want to boil this down to one, you know, I think takeaway that we can really hone in on this on is who touched more little boys. Right, you know whose music? I, I'm talking music here. Touched more little boys. <laughs> I've been sitting on that joke for two days now. I'm Jesus real happy. Christ. About it. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you like? I, I just I don't think anyone can touch Michael Jackson. Yeah, the only rapper compared to Michael, said by Kanye West, and I am a god. Jesus. Yeah, so. like I, I just I don't think Drake does it, dude. Like maybe, like it's just like maybe numbers wise, but numbers like not, wise, not impact and culture. No, not and even that's close. Why only Kanye is, can be compared to him. That's it. I, I completely agree. I just, I think it's easy to do numbers now. Michael had to rely on actual like bought albums. Yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I mean. Drake's just got streams. Like you know, getting on the charts now is literally just based off of streams. Yeah, I don't think that we can really be like, oh, he's just as big like yes on paper for sure yeah on paper yeah but like you gotta give it to him there you know what i mean But like he's just not culturally impactful drake no not as not as much yeah like what not at all do you you know what i mean it just doesn't make any sense no one made a fedora look cool except for michael jackson and like 50s mobsters but michael jackson really brought it back through the 80s there like yeah michael jackson had his kids wearing like colorful masks you know what I mean? Protect the identity. That's so sick. Hang them off balconies and stuff. Drake doesn't <laughs> do that with Adonis. He hit him for like the first six years of his life. Drake, if you really love your kid, you'd hang him over a balcony. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You guys seen that Michael Jackson video though? Oh, bro, of course. <laughs> you know what you I'm talking that, about, yeah, bro? <laughs> Even the South Park episode, he does that shit. Yeah. I I don't know, man. I just, I don't really like the debate because I feel like people, this is when we're getting too analytical of music. This is where I think it comes from. As we look at the numbers, we don't look at the actual, you know, like you said, impact, the cultural impact. I don't think that is considered when we're debating these two people. Mm. Like Thriller came out like 40 years ago. Like, everyone knows that song it doesn't matter where you like who you are where you live thriller like the song you know the dance you know the music video 
that red jacket is iconic. Tell me, tell me like one article of clothing. Tell me one thing that like Drake has that like the symbolism of Michael Jackson, the white glove, the moonwalk, the red jacket. You know what I mean? Like it, there's nothing there when you're considering that sort of impact. Yeah, I agree. Way more consistently iconic than yeah, like exactly. Drake was. And Drake gets clowned too, like. Yeah, Michael know. Jackson gets clown, bro. That's true. <laughs> Michael Jackson, he deserves it. Big for time like, clown, bro. I just literally clowned him to start this yeah. off, dude. He deserves it for his actions, not for his music. Drake's mm-hmm. music gets clown. Mm-hmm. Right. Three of Drake's LPs have sold over five million copies, which is astounding for any artist over the past decade, rap or otherwise. Well, from 1979 to his death in 20, 2008, Jackson released seven albums and his own and his only sold under eight million copies twice. Again mostly physical copies like that's what i'm saying dude it's physical copies like you know what i mean like it's it's people fucking went out to the store and but do you see that thing freddie gibbs was just talking about no he was saying like he 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 worked at a kfc or something that michael jackson came to came to i forget where freddie gibbs is from st louis or something like that st louis sorry so it's some it's some random ass town like that but he he went michael jackson bought like a ton of chicken and then started giving it out before a baseball game and like freddie gibbs saw like people were just literally freaking the fuck out like Damn. he was like dudes i know are killers were like fainting <laughs> at the sight of michael jackson yeah that's 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 fucking impactful like that's what i'm saying like it's like you can only equate that to like how the Beatles had girls passing out front rows of their shows. Like people just didn't know what to do when they yeah. saw them. Yeah. I, uh, it just seems like such a one-sided argument. It doesn't make any sense to me that we're really putting these two <laughs> in the same thing. Yeah, it no, doesn't. Not right. It doesn't. It, and like I can't believe it's such a sparked. Yeah, I was trending. Mm-hmm. It was a trending. Like it, I the only thing that I think really brings Drake's name up there is because he can stay so relevant in all of our like pockets. You know mm. what I mean? Like, I think his 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 era has definitely is slowing down. Though, his, his he like, has peaked yeah, definitely. Definitely. No no doubt has has Drake peaked, but I don't know, man. I just I I don't I don't like the slander on Michael's name. He's, he's sensitive yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean nah, i like, totally agree i totally agree you, you can't know, just be making those comparisons I, I don't i don't think drake is like close to being able to be talked about like yeah that. i feel like you can think about it for like five minutes like we're, gonna be, com- thinking, if we're yeah. gonna be comparing michael jackson to people like let's compare him to prince okay we're gonna talk about showmanship let's compare him to fucking the beatles if we're gonna talk about cultural impact we can't be talking about drake if we're like the only reason we can talk about drake is like on pop star level shit like mm. well-known famousness but then then let's talk about justin bieber yeah, like yeah, let yeah. let's talk about one direction people like that who are that well known from culture to culture i don't know man doesn't seem yeah, like Drake. bts point. even would be like facts dude like you know what i mean it's just it it seems like if we're gonna ah fuck dude it's just it's, it's a stupid conversation stupid we all agree conversation. that's that's what i've got to if you don't think so sorry drake don't come back next week. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's a joke. Speaking of, folks, we will be back next week. Please tune in. Please.
Follow us on Instagram at DTTW Entertainment. Follow the Down the Beat podcast. Catch us on the morning shift Thursday mornings, 7 to 9 on CHU 89.1 FM. Follow down the city. Follow down the wire. Follow down the beat. Mm. Catch us all, man. We're fun dudes. Read our blogs. Morning Woods, Coleman, and Jock Rockhards working on them shits all the time. Yeah, mm. we got a new blogger. Um, uploaded a blog recently probably yeah i just fucking wrote one that's up that's Go fucking true check that out dude that's cool. that's good. i just wrote one about top boy lexus he's a cool guy yeah. i wrote a good blog about him go check it out go time please. moves slow by bad bad not good is what the other blog is about let's fucking go go run those up that's us that's us this week that's us right now we go. do things we do it and we do it well so go check it out please tune in next week folks for more of this and more of other stuff too peace